Hey there, it's Dorianne from YourCareerGirl.com, and welcome to another episode of the Deeper Than Work podcast. The Deeper Than Work podcast is a podcast for the woman professional who is high-achieving, ambitious, and ready to accelerate career change. Again, my name is Dorianne, and as an HR expert and career coach, I really focus on helping women professionals take their career to the next level. So if you're looking to make more money, you know, have more impact, and really spend time doing things that you actually love, then you're in the right place, and I am glad you are here. Today's episode is going to talk about how to recover from a layoff, how to bounce back after getting laid off. Um, If you're familiar with my career story, you know that I got laid off back in 2011 and that it was a tough time for me and just all of the things that happened before, during, and after my layoff. So I'm going to go into a little bit about that and what I learned from it and how you can use that if you have ever been laid off, if you are laid off now, or if unfortunately you are laid off in the future. So I just want to go through all of those and just give you some insight into what I learned. And also, before I do that, I just want to make sure that if you haven't already, you head on over to yourcareergirl.com and you get your free copy of the five-day career makeover toolkit. In this toolkit, you'll be able to chart out exactly what you need to do to make your career profitable, productive, and purposeful. So if that's what you want, then head on over to yourcareergirl.com and hit that big button to get your five-day career makeover toolkit. All right, so let's jump right in. How to bounce back from getting laid off. So I wish that this wasn't even a topic that I had to speak about. I wish that it was something that happened on such a rare occurrence that it just didn't make sense to talk about. But girl, you and I both know that's just not the case. People get laid off every single day and every single industry, no matter what your title is, how much you get paid, your level, It's just the nature of how things go. A lot of companies have to restructure, they have to reorganize, they have to make budget cuts or, you know, whatever the reasons are that people get laid off, it it happens. And in the United States, especially, uh, we all employees are at will employees, which means that the employee can leave the company at will whenever they feel like it. And also the employer can cut you off at will whenever they feel like it. So this is just something that we have to deal with, especially here in the United States. So back in 2011, I had just, just transferred into HR. And on last week's episode, I talked about, you know, the transition and how to make a career change. So I had just transferred into HR. It had been about a year and a half going on two years. And I mean, I knew on one hand that HR was the industry I was supposed to be in. I really enjoyed what I was doing. I was utilizing my skills. All of those things were happening. But on the flip side, I hated everything else. I hated my boss. I hated the people I worked with. I hated my hours. I hated my work environment. I hated my commute. Just literally, it was horrible. It was the worst experience I had in my career. So I just mentally was just broken down. The things that went on were things like you know, if I, because I was new, again, think about the fact that I was new to HR. I had been doing something completely different for the past five or six years of my career. So there was a learning curve. There were things that I needed to learn and things that I needed to do. And 
you know, I, I was just constantly under scrutiny and the anxiety that went along with that. And, you know, I just wasn't catching on to certain things or making mistakes or even not making mistakes. I think it just boiled down to the fact that I didn't fit in with the group that I was with. So my coworkers were mostly women as, as are, you know, most HR teams are mostly women. And nothing against that. I'm just saying, I'm just painting the picture for you. Um, mostly women. And they had a clique that was there already and I did not fit the mold of that clique and I just didn't, I didn't mesh well with them. So there were things like, you know, if I would have made a mistake or if I said something or if just anything happened, then they would, you know, just start typing away on their IMs and looking at them and looking at each other and looking at me. Um, but my boss just was so moody. I just never knew what I was going to get. Was this going to be a good day? Was she going to say good morning? Was she going to snap? Like, I just didn't know. And it's not like I was singled out. I never felt like it was only, like I was the only person who had to deal with this. But I guess those people were okay with that situation and I just wasn't. So it really affected me, you know, just emotionally. I just felt anxiety and I felt really nervous all the time. And when it would come around to Monday mornings, I would just be emotional and crying and I just didn't want to go in um, to, deal, to deal with that. Like imagine you're trying to do your work and you're trying to learn something that's new for you. If you go back to my last episode, episode nine, when I talk about my career transition, I had no formal HR experience. So I'm not, it's not like I knew what I was doing. I had transferable skills, yes, um, but I didn't, I had never done HR. I didn't know the policies. I didn't know the procedures and the processes. So all of these things I was learning from scratch. And in that instance, there the team that really helps, you know, new people thrive are teams that are supportive, they're collaborative, that they allow for flexibility and for people to come up the learning curve. And that just wasn't the team that I was on. So, you know, and, and on top of that, on top of the just dynamic of my with my boss and with my coworkers, there was also the fact that the hours were long. Like I was working 10, 11, and 12 hour days every day for two years. It just was what it was. My commute was an hour and 15 to an hour and a half each way. Um, you know, I, I just was, I was, so I was tired. I was cranky. I was unhappy. Like all of these things just really came together and it just was not a good space. So needless to say, I wasn't enjoying myself. I wasn't happy with that career. I wasn't happy with where I was, but that didn't change the fact that when I was laid off and I was called into the office and told that that was my last day and that, you know, it was going to be, I was laid off. It still didn't sit well with me. No one likes to be laid off, no matter, it, it's like, I always say that it was like having a break, a breakup from a bad relationship, even though the relationship sucked, even though you cannot stand him and he just did all of these things and he cheated and he did X, Y, and Z, whatever he did, you don't want to get dumped, right? It doesn't feel good to get dumped, especially because of how horrible he was. You want to get that satisfaction to say, okay, I'm ending this. And that was taken away from me. I, I, had, I had always said to myself that I was going to look for something else and, you know, this wasn't working. I was going to do what I needed to do, but I just never did it. For whatever reason, 
I never did it. And the fact that they made the decision for me, that was that was just a really hard pill for me to swallow. So, and and even just to add insult to, in, to, to, to injury, the day that I was laid off, we it was a mass layoff. So it wasn't just me. It was like the entire like the entire company. They were undergoing budget cuts, reorganizing, reorganizing, and all of that. And being in HR, I was managing some of the layoffs for the teams that I was covering. So they let me work all day and manage that process and work through it and lay off those people and all the emotional baggage that comes with that. You know, being an HR professional and having done many layoffs since then, having been a part of those layoffs since then, it's emotional for us too. Yes, the employee is feeling emotional and they're losing their jobs, but to be the bearer of that bad news and to deliver that messaging is also, well, if you ha- if you care and you have a conscience, it's also difficult for you. So, you know, I had to, I had that emotional of a day in laying other people off. And then at 4 p.m., you know, at the end of the day, they brought me, and they being that, you know, wench of a boss that I that I mentioned before, um, brought me into the office and said that I was being let go, and that was my last day. And, you know, so many emotions went through me during that time. I thought about the fact that I've been here since 8.30 a.m. this morning. Why wouldn't you lay me off first thing? I thought about the fact that you got work out of me for that day to lay other people off and then you have the nerve to lay me off. I thought about the fact that, you know, I put in so much time, energy into this place and you're going to lay me off. You didn't give me a chance, like all of those things. But when it came down to it and I had the conversation, I literally had nothing to say. I didn't, you know, there was just nothing for me to, to, I, I could, I didn't even, they said, do you have anything to say? No. Like there was just so much information going on. So that was just a rough time for me. I remember taking the train home that, um, evening as I was coming home and just being so like, I was in a state of shock. And if you've ever been laid off before, you know, that feeling it's like, did this really just happen to me? Did I have a job this morning and now I'm leaving and I don't have one? What am I going to do? You start questioning yourself. What am I going to do? You know, what's 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 my next step? Am I ever going to get another job? Am I going to run out of money? Like all of these things are flying through and swirling through your mind when you realize that you've been laid off. And since, you know, since then, after looking back at the experience now, I, I see some really critical things that I did during the or that I didn't do during that time that really prolonged you know my process in getting over what happened and as I coach other women through layoffs and through you know bad career situations there are certain things that need to happen in order for you to move on successfully and the longer it takes for you to get to that place and to realize what needs to happen is the longer it's going to take for you to kind of come out and and get to the other side. So I spent a better part, the better part of a year after I got laid off, just feeling sorry for myself. When I talk about sitting on the couch, binge watching TV, eating, you know, not wanting to go out with friends, trying to ignore my my husband, like, and and not to mention when I got laid off, it was two weeks before I, I got married. It was two weeks before my wedding, so I was supposed to be enjoying that whole time, and just wasn't that just wasn't happening I was just depressed and and all of that so how did I bounce back what did I do to transform that dark time in my career into you know the career that I have now that's thriving and flourishing and really helping me 
utilize my skills and my strengths, um, you know, to have an impact? What did I do? Well, there's there's key things that had to happen. And unfortunately, it took me 11 months to get to this point, um, to get to that point where I could move forward. But that's why I really want to just lay it out for you here so that you know, in case that happens to you or you know someone that's been laid off, these these tips and these these um, things that you should be thinking about can help you through that process. So the first thing that you need to do in order to bounce back after getting laid off is to mourn the loss. Like I said before, it's like a relationship. You've been going to this place for you know, so long. Like, think about if you've been at a place, I'd been at that company at the time I got laid off for six years. And I'd been in the it was my first company out of college, like this was my work experience. And I'd been on in HR for about one and a half to two years, as I said before. So it wasn't like I just gotten there. It wasn't like this is something that was new for me every day for six years. I was going to this place to work. And even though the situation was negative, even though I wasn't happy, you know, you still get used to the situation. I was still used to this was the way that things were. And so I needed to take time to mourn that loss, to mourn the fact that I would, that I'm not an employee of that place and that I wouldn't commute there anymore and that I wouldn't see my boss and those coworkers and have those situations and experiences that I had. I needed to take the time to mourn that and to feel and to know that it was okay and that it was normal for me to need that transition period. Sometimes we feel like, okay, it was a bad experience and they laid me off and why do I even care? Something must be wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with you. Again, back to that bad relationship um example, even when you get out of your relationship, you still may find yourself mourning and missing that relationship. You need to take time to just take a breath and move on from that. And if you don't give your time, the, the you don't give yourself the proper time to heal and to mourn and to move on, then you're going to find it's going to be so difficult to get to the next level and to move forward and to move past that. Not saying you need to write a letter to your boss or you need to make this grand gesture. I'm not saying that, but just take some time to just acknowledge the fact that this was a tough time in your life. This was a tough situation that you had to deal with. And you're acknowledging that there may be some pain there, that there may be some sadness, that you may be missing certain situations. And my situation was that I didn't like the job I was in. So imagine if I did love it. Imagine if I loved going there every day and I loved my coworkers and I had a great experience and then to get laid off. You have to think about that as well. So if you do enjoy what you're doing, you do enjoy your company, but for whatever reason, your position is eliminated, take the time to mourn that and don't let anyone tell you that, get over it and why you still feel like that, they didn't care about you, they let you go. No, whatever you need to move past it and to get some closure, then you need to do that so you can move forward in your career. The next thing you need to do is to get the get the lessons like figure out what the lessons are that you can learn from this situation so in every career in every job in every position every role that you take there are some lessons to learn you can look, think back to what are the things that you did really well and that you really enjoyed about your career what about that specific job allowed you to be your best self what about it was horrible what about it were things that you really don't want to ever do again or that you didn't do as well what about the environment did you like like from my specific situation I know that 
I am no longer working for a place where I cannot have work-life balance, where I can that I'm working 12-hour days and that I have no time for my family and for you know my husband and at the time I didn't have kids but for my children now like that's not that's a non-negotiable it is not an option for me to be in a situation where I don't have time for myself and my family and for the personal things that I need to do commute is also a factor as well I will not commute anywhere that is longer than an hour and right now my job luckily they made it just under with 59 minutes and you know I'm not compromising for that I, I had I had other offers and the commute really played into the fact you know was I going to accept this or not that's a big deal to me I also throughout the interview process that I do and when I'm coaching others through interview process I do my due diligence and I ask really deliberate and pointed questions that are going to tell me about the culture of the company I know what kind of boss that I need. I know what type of coworkers that I need to work with. I know what type of culture that I do well in. And I learned that through that that process. And I make sure that as I move forward in my career journey and any career moves that I make, that I'm thinking about it through that lens, through that view. Like, is this culture one that I can thrive in? And then I think about the the projects that I worked on that I did really well, what I enjoy doing about my work. I've, I created like, you know, just really an outline of what that would look like and, and what that would mean for me. And I made sure that in any future career move that I made, again, that those things would be a part of it. And then the things that I don't enjoy, the things that I didn't do as well, I also kept that in mind as well. And when you're looking at new jobs, when you start to you know move forward in your search, you're using this to help you. And that brings us to the third thing, creating your, you know, your, what does your ideal career look like? Like put together your perfect career profile. What hours do you work? You know, how much time do you spend commuting? How much do you get paid? What sorts of tasks and responsibilities do you have? What sorts of tasks and responsibilities do you not have? What is your boss like? What are your coworkers like? Like put together what the perfect career would look like for you. And then use that as the map, as your guiding star, as you go forward and you look for other jobs. The worst thing you can do is to get another job. So you've gotten laid off and then you get another opportunity and it's the exact same situation that you just left. Like you have the same horrible coworkers and the same bad boss and all of these things happening. That's horrible and that's a bad situation to be in. And a lot of times people are in that situation because they didn't take the time to reflect on what it was that they should have learned from the past experience and use that. Now, no job is perfect. So yes, even though you create your perfect career profile and you use that to help you, you're gonna have to prioritize and you're gonna have to decide what are your non-negotiables. I told you that one of my non-negotiables are the the hours worked and you know just how my schedule is and that's a non-negotiable for me but that would could mean that you have to forego other things so you have to for you you have to figure out once you figure out what the pro, the the ideal you know the perfect career profile is for you prioritize what things are what's the first important next important and so on so that you know you know what your non-negotiables are and what things you can compromise on and then lastly move forward after you've taken the time to mourn you've taken the time to think about what you learned from it you know what things worked well what things didn't you've created your perfect career profile now move forward there comes a point where in order to move on to the next stage you have to make a move you have to get up and and to get some action going and so that's what your last step should be but my point is that you shouldn't 
beat yourself up if it takes you longer than someone else or if you know you feel like other people are getting all these job offers and you're not take your time and take your individual process and go through these steps and then that's when you're ready to take the leap when i did all of these things it literally took me less than a month to find my next job. So the, after 11 months of feeling sorry for myself and, you know, why, how could they do this to me and, and all of those things that I went through, when I sat down and got serious with myself and said, you know what, I'm going to acknowledge what happened. I'm going to figure out what I can learn from the situation. I'm going to create what my ideal career looks like. And now I'm going to take action and move forward. I found a job within 30 days. And in that job, it was all of the things that I was missing from my previous job. I had it there. I had the work-life balance. I had the type of, you know, assignments and tasks and projects that I needed. I was working with amazing people. I had a great boss. Like all of those things happened. Were there things that were annoying? And yes, were there, you know, people that I didn't necessarily mesh well with and I had to do some administrative things I didn't want to do? Yes, that's in every career. So I'm not, again, I'm not saying it was perfect, but it was definitely where I needed to be for my next phase. And I really, you know, I truly believe that all of those lessons that I learned along the way, had I not been laid off, maybe it would have took me longer to get there. I feel like that was something that needed to happen in my career to allow me to bounce back and to really create the type of career that I have now, that where I'm in control and I know what I want and I'm very crystal clear about my impact and my values and my contribution. So that is my advice to you, to anyone who, if you've been laid off or if you're, unfortunately, if you get laid off in the future, or if you know someone who's, who's gotten laid off, really walk them through those four steps. And just like I was able to bounce back and really thrive after that layoff, even though if you would have asked me at that time, I would have said, I don't know how I'm going to get through this but I was able to. So really just help, you know, I really hope that this can help you or whoever you know that's been laid off to just get through that tough time in your career. So if you've liked what you've heard, please go ahead and write a review. Um, subscribe to this podcast, Deeper Than Work podcast. Tell a friend. I really appreciate it. And I will talk to you next time.